Hey everyone, it's Brittany and you're listening to Citrus Room. Today I have two fantastic women in the house tonight. We have Geneva Aranga, aka Database, and Johanna E. Hello. Geneva, your stage name is Database. How did you get the name? Okay, so I got the name database, as in database. Um, Dada in my language, um, Kiswahili, means sister. And um, base, as in B-A-S-S, like the music. So I'm like a database of information through music. That's awesome. And Johanna E., how did you, why did you decide to stick with your original name rather than thinking of anything else? Um. So Johanna, in my language, Tigrinya, it means celebration. So I thought that would be very interesting to keep my name and then to add the E, which is um, the letter of my middle name. So I thought that would be interesting to have kind of like um, just, you know, something that represents me in like multiple elements, you know. E represents like educated, excellence, um, editor, entertainer. So it was just kind of like a edgy thing to add. I'm so jealous because my name's Brittany Jean, and um, Brittany's so generic, and I feel like it doesn't fit with me. And I also have the same first and middle name as Brittany Spears. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom wanted to name me Billy Jean, or just, oh. but she kept Brittany, so I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> I'll well, create Billy a, Jean would have been somebody <laughs> else's name too. I though. know, yeah, but then I would have <laughs> like I would have been cooler. I feel like. So I met these wonderful women at a networking event that I had two weeks ago with my friend Shauna. It was a spur of the moment type of thing where we decided, hey, you know, we really need to be in tune with women in our community. I feel like more often than not, um, especially for young women, there is a weird competition amongst um, amongst one another. And um, whether that's looks or career or... um, just people who you know, I feel like there's not enough support. And so we decided to have this networking event and we're like, okay, let's just do it. Let's see who shows up. And Johanna and Geneva came and it was so exciting because I didn't know them. And (laughs) I was like, wait, this is a real thing. Like we're handing out business cards. And I was like, oh my gosh, people actually like came to this event. Mm -hmm. So it was great because, um, to hear what they were doing, and I'm going to let you guys explain what you do, but to ex- for them to express what they were doing, I was just like, wow, you know, we need to have more of this. I think um, it's so important for women to support one another, especially during times like this, and it's important to know that you are important, that you're valued, mm-hmm. and that whatever you're feeling and whatever ideas that you have... Um, are acknowledged by people. I appreciate it. So, Geneva, how would you describe what your project is or who you are right now? Um, I would describe myself as a political artist. So a lot of the um, work that I do, which is music, um, is for the people, like by the people. I wanted to make sure that 
the things I did could help get people off the street, but also educate people on like what's happening in the streets, like, and not like shy away from what's true by like just sugarcoating it or acting righteous about it, like just acknowledging it and finding our own way to be part of like the bigger picture, which is, you know, just making it and making sure that we all have a have a voice that is acknowledged too. So that's why I love to come to your thing because it was um it was like, oh, women are getting together. Okay. I, I love women. <laughs> I love getting together. So that's that's really what brought me to your um event and that's what brought me here. That's wonderful. And how long have you been doing music? Hmm. I've been doing music probably four years. I um have been doing art like I started out as a spoken word artist and I've been a spoken word artist since I was young, right? So everyone in my family has been um in some part of the arts and my mother was like a poet and a writer and an actor and all these things and everyone in my family followed that path and I just became a spoken word artist in the sense that that was the only art piece left that nobody else was covering <laughs> and um i just i turned to music because poetry i felt like wasn't making money mm-hmm. and so music is like a commodity it's something that people buy and that's that's pretty much how i got into music and is this your full-time job is this your full dedication this is what i do that's all wonderful. the time yeah um we have a sample of one of your songs that we'd like to share jackie right. brown Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. <laughs> she had a banging body with a smooth baby face. Walked past heels, clicked. Every man wanted to taste book smart. Didn't know nothing about the streets. Hit the scene brand new, smelling like a piece of meat in the belly of the beach. But planning a feast, her sweetheart, banned from the start. Wrong place for feeling she had to be hard. She wanted the fast life, and she learned fast. Hopped in and hit the gas, and prayed she wouldn't crash. Made a mad dash for the cash, slinging flesh and drugs. She was climbing up, then sliding down the pole. She whip it round slow, splits to the flow, quick pro. Hell of a show, focus, miss show. She didn't go and notice self-made truth shit. Steady potting on her come up. When shit got hard, she wrote a blunt up. Getting money, fucking feelings, no time for chilling. Thinking about millions, any beef she grilling. Steady plotting on her come up. When shit got hard, she wrote a blunt up. Getting money, no feelings, no time for just chilling. Thinking about millions. Okay, I see you. <laughs> so what was the inspiration behind this song? Uh, you know what? I feel like a lot of women who, like, choose a different path, like, as far as um, whether they're, like, they might sell their bodies and now they're, like, useless to society. Like, oh, they're nothing or they're, you know, there's a lot of stereotypes around women, even though men do mm-hmm. similar things and mm-hmm. just don't, like, get judged for it. I feel like... um Women should feel like they have a place no matter what they're doing. And um, like this woman in particular in my story is like she sold drugs, she sold her body, but she did it all for a reason. And she did it all because there was no other way for her. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like they should be acknowledged like as, as as the hustlers they are, you know, like nobody judges somebody for going to work. And yet this woman's going to work and being judged, right? So I just wanted to give uh, women a voice who 
don't get included in our society for the jobs that they take. Yeah, that's real. And that's real life. I think that, um, you know, a lot of the music that we hear is, you know, positive. um, But it's important to let people know, like, this is what's really going on in the world. And we might not see it every day, but this is a story of many. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have a big music inspiration? Hmm. I would say, like, a lot of my inspiration comes from poets, right? So I love... Like, I grew up on having to memorize, like, Nikki Giovanni or Maya Angelou Mm -hmm. or Langston Hughes, right? And those are all people who talked about the black experience. And the black experience has shifted a little bit. So I have to talk about it in a different way. But it's really paying homage to those who talked about the experience that they were living at that time. And that's... That's what I know, and that's how I grew up, and that's what I've seen. And so that's what I give back. For sure. Yeah, Langston Hughes is my favorite poet. <laughs> yeah, I I've, I've made sure I memorized his poems when I was younger, and they stay true now. Dreams. It's like, you know, it's it can go away if you decide not to hold on to it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to stay Stay on the path and do things for yourself. So, Johanna. Yes. How would you describe yourself? Myself. um, In music, I just use my platform to, you know, be a role model to those who are first generations. You know, um, being born in America and having parents who immigrated and things like that. I didn't feel like in the industry there is anyone who would really talk from a perspective or their childhood or the peer pressure from, you know, mom and dad um, who just had dreams of their own for you. And so for me, it's just like I want to, in my music, you know, tell people my experiences and hope they can relate to that. And um, they can just really fulfill their dreams and what they want to do rather than having like, you know, someone tell them what it should be. You know, it's hard being an Eritrean girl and having parents who, you know, especially being the oldest of four, wanting you to be a lawyer or a doctor and you having a passion and a creative side, you know, creative side to just want to write all night, you know, mm-hmm. and not understand why you're hungry for that. So um, that's where I just started, like, you know, my inspiration for music and stuff came from. And how long have you been doing music for? Um, seriously, I've been doing it for six years, but I've always, you know, wrote and, you know, been on the hip hop team dancing and things like that. So I've always just like loved the um, artistic side of just hip hop and the elements, you know, that comes with it. How do your parents feel about you now doing this for six years? Um, they're fine with it. You know, they're happy that I got a degree last year. Mm-hmm. So I got, you know, I went to school, got my bachelor's in communications. And um, me too, girl. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. That's why we're here. Right. <laughs> we got to communicate. You know, so they're happy with that. They're proud. But um, me pursuing music, nah, mm, they're okay. <laughs> well, I think it's important that you're doing it for yourself. You know, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, people are going to ha- have expectations of you, but, you know, it's. Your happiness is important as well. That's true. Who um, who are some of your biggest music inspirations? Um, people behind the scenes. The people that, like, work on the product, you know, the production side of it. The songwriters, um, you know, such as, like, Seven Streeter, The I Dream. Yeah, she's amazing. And, <laughs> you know, she's actually, like, written a lot of songs and worked on, you know, um, the Chris, you know, Chris Brown team and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And um, Neo, um, 
Rico Love, you know, he yeah. worked with Usher on his Confessions album and stuff. So Best just album ever. Oh, I love that album. I still got it in my car. <laughs> I bumped it like a couple of days ago. It's the one thing that I will just say really quickly during my podcast. I will reference Usher a lot because yes. he is my heart and soul <laughs> I love it. since forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You know, pure passion, pure love. <laughs> <laughs> so do you feel like you would rather be more of a behind the scenes person like do you would you rather write than sing you know um do both you know yeah. just write what i feel that johanna e can deliver and give the best to that song that product on stage and to the people and as a songwriter to assist others you know and just help them create a masterpiece you know mm-hmm. and uh, just give my input and you have an upcoming project mm-hmm. called Evolution of E. Yes. Can you tell us more about that? So Evolution of E, it contains five songs. Um, and, you know, a couple of the songs are about, like, you know, inspiration, behind the scenes. Um, I got some of my native language in it, Tigrinya. Wow. I wrote um, for a song called Shakori Naya, just talking about, you know, having to go to school and, um, you know, what, your parents want you to do and me knowing that like we see eye to eye but I just don't want to pretty much listen <laughs> to what they have to say you know and um yeah and just like it talks about you know I got a love song called no makeup just reminiscing guilty pleasure I guess <laughs> and then yeah just a couple of little things in there and did you want to share anything with us yeah, I can do a little piece. <laughs> do you need us to like create a beat for you? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that'd be interesting, but I could do a cappella. <laughs> Let's do that. That's probably better. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, outside of my house, I'm in the car alone. I ain't going in till I write another song. Got the heater on blast. Windows fogged up. Damn, winter came fast. Time still, still, still trying to recap. Looking in the mirror, see myself looking back. Don't you wanna win, girl? You know it's true, you wanna win, so gon' win, girl. Been back at it, still gon' win, still finna rise, still going in. In my own fantasy, so please forgive me. And if I ever let you down, please forgive me. Been waiting too long, don't lose hope in me. Got my crown on, don't you see the best in me? Like the honeys on my team, they show love for me. Honest like a referee, you know it's best to be a game. We turning up, hey, and my city bangs. Can you feed off my energy? I deliver. Deliver, let go, put your lines, you see, bossing up the radar, African mentality, rah. Wow, you killed that. Thank you. Oh Man, I feel like you could take on Nikki and Remy. Hey. <laughs> hey. That was amazing. Um, so what is your inspiration behind most of your music? Like, is it just personal experiences? Is it sharing other stories of people? It's really personal experiences and just like, you know, um, having to just really like grow up as a first generation, you know, um, and just anything that I go through with like, you know, uh, relationships or school or family or friends or life, um, anything that I feel like, you know, I need to say, you know, I'll just use my voice and do that and write. So for both of you, what has been your hardest moment in in the music industry? I would say for me, it's been trust, right? So as a woman in the industry, a lot of people don't respect women Mm -hmm. in 
at all, right? So they think we're there for their entertainment as in sexual entertainment. They don't think we're there as a true contender. And so like being able to like trust these men who most of the producers in the industry are men Mm -hmm. and most of the people like you actually need to get to the next step are men. But as a woman, they want you to sleep with them for a beat or sleep with them for studio time when you are like, no, I I got the money for studio time here, take it. You know what I mean? It's like a lot of the things that they do is cater to making a woman like know her place or not want to be big. And, and that's been like a big problem for me is, you know, people taking my money and running with it or, taking my dream and making it theirs or you know it's been a lot of like harassment like that I've mm-hmm. been going through but at the same time like I have faith that you know that's why I've really started even working with women like Johanna or you know just just connecting with women more because we believe in us you right. know what I mean and we can't really count on other people to and even though this is a male-dominated industry is a male-dominated world it's a bond that you can't break when you too collaborate and mm-hmm. continue to reach out to other women exactly and what about you johanna for i agree with um geneva and i feel the same about that also i hmm, i think it would be sharing my vision allowing others to you know come on to what i'm doing and what where i want to go and um what i see and explaining that and for them to get it and um just trusting others it's like I'm a person that I just want to do everything myself I'm just like you know and through that I've learned video production I've learned you know mood boards photography um just even how to songwrite and like um you know better and like you know producing and creating beats and things and uh due to other people lacking um promises and having broken promises it just created you know it was hard for me to trust so with that like I'm actually working on that and um, on my EP, I actually have three artists that um, are featured, which is Laquan, Belina, and Eva. And so, um, and now working with Database, you know, we're working on some material and things like that. And, um, you know, I'm just becoming more willing to be, you know, having people like in on what I'm doing. I saw on Facebook that both of you had a performance together. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me more about that and like what the vibe was like? It yeah, looked, we put a show together so on fun. in three weeks. It was lit. It was lit. A lot of people came. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we were like, who? Do you know that person? Do like you know that from person? the North End to Seattle to Tacoma. Like it was really, really fun. We packed up Roomba notes for the night. So. Mm-hmm. One of our friends, um, Carlos Overall, he DJs at Roomba Notes every Wednesday. And Roomba Notes is on Ringer. Mm-hmm. But um, he DJs every Wednesday. And we walked in one day and we are like, yo, like, what's going on? Like, where's your crowd? He's like, people don't come out on Wednesdays. You guys got to bring the people out. <laughs> and we're like, yo, give us three weeks. Man, like, we some we'll fun girls. <laughs> we like, live. <laughs> yes. And, like, in the three weeks, like, we packed it up. And, like... He was shocked. Everybody was shocked. Like, okay, like these girls aren't just talking. Like, uh-huh. they can really like bring an audience. And so we brought the audience and we prepared our stuff. We had mm-hmm. a lot of different artists come out too. And we just shared the stage with a lot of artists that night. But yeah, they really showed us love. Like, I think a lot of them came because we said we were throwing it. Right. But, um, it was, it was lit. Like, I don't know. Yeah, we I had some I really, really good know. performers. 
you know, mm-hmm. like with Jordan, well, Jordan. Josh, Laquan, um, the Zunks. The Zunks came out. Um, a lot of people like, yeah. and and those are those are people in the different parts of the Seattle industry who are up and coming or already arrived, mm-hmm. and that we just needed to come support us. And they're like, yeah, we'll come. And when they came, the audience, came, everybody, just it was just. Like, my mom came to the parking lot and literally drove off. And she was like, oh, she thought she was going to be the only one who showed up or something. She was like, oh, uh, she doesn't need me tonight. Like, and she drove off on us. Like, it was, it was lit. Yeah. We had some poetry, hip-hop singers, you know. Oh, we'll write out as well. We had We'll him. write out, yeah. yeah. he did some poetry. And it was the day after Valentine's Day, so we called it. Red light special, Valentine's leftovers. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, whatever's left red in over, there. Red lights everywhere. Come on, you know, and and people really came out, and it's a Wednesday, which is rare. Like, people don't like doing mm-hmm. Wednesday yeah. stuff. They were excited, but <laughs> I was I was really disappointed. Me and Johanna went out one night, and we were really disappointed at the fact that Wednesday it's hard to find things to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. So when I we agree. ran into Roomba notes, we were like, oh yeah, we'll fill it up because we need something to do on Wednesdays ourselves. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was like a gift, man. It was a gift. Yeah. That is so awesome. I hope I get a chance to see both of you on stage together soon. Oh, very soon. Very, very <laughs> soon. Very soon. <laughs> That's so fun. Okay. So time for a fun question. Um, let's see. Johanna, if you were stranded on a desert island <laughs> and could bring three powerhouse women artists, who would you bring along? Okay. That would be Mariah Carey, mm-hmm. Missy Elliott, and Brandy. Okay. That's a that's that's variety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like I'm just very inspired by singers and rappers, you know, with yeah. Mariah Carey with her vulnerability, Missy Elliott being just like, you know, not so much selling sex, but just the music and being artistic and yeah. just like the dances and everything she asked to, you know, what hip hop is with the graffiti and, you know, everything else and stuff. Um, and Brandy, she's just like, man, her voice is just amazing. Yeah. And you know, she just yeah. And she was on Broadway for a while. Yeah, she was. Was she? Brandy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe she's Chicago. Crazy. Yeah. She played Roxy, right? <laughs> I believe so. I believe so. Um, yeah, like, those are definitely inspiring women. And they're still relevant yeah. today. Um, I feel like... That's hard to do. Mariah Carey's music is timeless. Oh, soundtrack of my life. Every, t- <laughs> <laughs> Every time you hear Missy, you just want to start dancing. Right. And Brandy's mm-hmm. just like that girl that, you know, all the all the music that she shares is like, that's what you felt before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So, um, Geneva, if you were stranded on a desert island with three powerhouse women, who would you have with you? Powerhouse women. Ah, oh, that's such a hard word. I think we're all just powerhouses. Okay. <laughs> Johanna E, right? (laughs) Get out of here. I see her every day. Okay. (laughs) I would do Eve. Okay. Don't forget about Eve. I didn't forget. I would I would throw Missy in there too though. But I would Mm -hmm. also do I would bring back Maya Angelou from the grave. You know, that's my heart. Like I love her. You know, still I rise. Come on and rise up. And but no, I want to add a fourth. <laughs> no, I want to add two more. Breaking the rules. I know. I have to break. Setting an example for the I'm, podcast. I'm a like, lifelong life rebel. <laughs> no, get out of here. I would add Abra. Have you heard of Abra? Mm-mm. And Tommy Genesis. 
Oh, they're hot. So after tonight, <laughs> you just go ahead and Google Abra. Google you go everything. ahead and Google Tommy Genesis, and they'll change your life. Like Abra's doing a lot of things that are kind of like it's almost like '80s or '70s, but she's super young. But she's like changing up the sound, and it's just it's beautiful. I, I like what she's doing, and Tommy Genesis is just really just raw and. I like how they work with women, too. Like, they love their women connects. Like, I just respect, you know, people who give life to women and, like, like generate that more. Oh, Queen Latifah. See, I just have a full table. Sorry. Yeah, you, with that many people, you'd probably be able to right. leave the island. Right, right, right. When I'm on an island, I want them all. Like, drink coconut water. I just water. need everybody. Yes. As long as, you need co- as long as you have coconut water, like, and if I had cupcakes. Right, right. What, so what's your favorite kind of cupcake? Uh, I really like vanilla and just like coconut icing and like flakes or um, pretty much everything. Chocolate. She like every anything. cupcake <laughs> ever invented. Yeah. <laughs> it's not funny. It's the truth. No, I literally, <laughs> literally, we had a thing when we were on stage. I was when we were in rehearsal or whatever. I was like, "Yo, Johanna, if you get all my words right, <laughs> you can say cupcakes." I got all of and it right. She got all my words right. So she looked at me cupcakes, and she was like, cupcakes, "Cupcakes!" And the whole crowd went wild. I was like, "This is ridiculous right now." <laughs> she loves cupcakes. So your yeah. backstage request then would be to have cupcakes in your of course cupcakes your, and oh coconut yeah, water. Oh yeah, be on her writer all day. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's the next EP title. <laughs> I was just thinking cupcakes that. and coconut water. That sounds cupcakes great, and right? coconut water. Yes, keep it in food. <laughs> so Geneva, um, what is what's a fun fact you could tell us? Jeez, fun fact. That is so funny. Like, every time I think of, like, a fun fact, I just think of how serious I must be, like, that I can't come (laughs) up with something. Okay, um, a fun fact. I have an interesting fact. Can that work? Yeah, what is your interesting fact? Okay, so I was, like, the debate champion of Seattle. Oh, really? And I won with hip-hop debate. I love it. So I rapped... And and did like poetry for most of the debate. Like they'd give us like topics that I never even knew were part of the topics. And I would just rattle off some poetry. And I won first place speaker and first place um team with me and my friend Angel. And um yeah, I never turned back. I took all their trophies and stiff <laughs> <laughs> competition. You gotta win. I, I, I took all their trophies and went on home and like they're still sitting in my little window right now, getting shined every Sunday. I don't think I've ever won a competition. That's the first competition I've ever won, imagine that. Yeah. And it had it involved talking, <laughs> like I mean I go figure. I was like when I was in seventh grade I wrote a poem. <laughs> And I went to, like, the district championship, and then I went to state. Um, I wrote the cheesiest poem, though. Like, I w- I'd submitted it thinking, like, this is a joke. And then they're like, yeah, you got fourth place, and you got a plaque. And I was like, I was just, like, rhyming off the top of my head about Thailand. <laughs> Freestyler. <laughs> yeah, back in the day. Man, back in the day, right? We all wish we can go back. Johanna, do you have an interesting or fun fact about you? 
Other than that you really like cupcakes. Right. <laughs> cupcakes, cupcakes, cupcakes. Um, I have alarms set all day <laughs> on my phone. There we go. <laughs> what you think? What do you think about my alarms? No, literally, we've been in an argument. I, I was telling you, like, we've been in an argument, in the middle of an argument, and sh- and her alarm will go off. And I'd be like, did you just set a timer to the amount of time we're supposed to be time arguing Time management, right man. We just got only 24 hours in a day, you know. Disrespect, man. You know, Beyonce could be doing that. Like, she could have an alarm on, like... But arguments, though, arguments are supposed to be spontaneous. She leaves nothing to spontaneity right here. Like, no, I don't got time. She doesn't have time to argue. It's like, I'm right, you're wrong. I'm I'm about to give it four minutes if she doesn't see my point by then. (laughs) No, I just, I need alarms to make sure, like, I'm, you know, just on time or like you know reminders and things so I just have alarms when I wake up during the day so your fun fact is your anal I don't think that's really a fun fact <laughs> well it's a fact <laughs> I need to manage my time that's what my astrologist told me so mm-hmm. um, fun fact I have an astrologist <laughs> who is fantastic and one of the things that I told her was you know I'm really trying to manage my time mm-hmm. and um, I'm starting this podcast I have a food blog I'm flying to south america soon and she's like okay well this is what you need to do you need to write every single thing that you do in a day and at what time and then you'll realize okay i can get another hour and a half Mm -hmm. back in my life by eliminating this and i was like man i don't want to do this because i already know what she's gonna say she's gonna look at nine to one a.m and see that i'm just on my phone Oh, <laughs> it's true. You know, like you There's so many social media when you, platforms when you take, and things. When you take, when you measure it, you realize how many things you really don't do, even though you think you're getting things done. Mm-hmm. Because I, I do social media for part of my work, and then I'm on my own social media. Like I gotta check Twitter, I gotta check Instagram, I gotta check Snapchat, gotta Facebook, Tumblr. Like <laughs> I gotta see like what everyone's perspective is for the hot topic of the day. Like. Exactly. It's tough. So I applaud you, Yohana. Oh, it must be so stressful to be on social media. No, I've just been so used to, you know, when like I was going to school the past couple of years, just like, okay, this class, got to finish this, blah, 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 wake up and just, you know, going to work and everything. So, you know, it's just. Now Where did you get your, your degree from? Northwest University. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations to you, too. Thank you. It feels like I've been out of school for a minute. I know. It's been 10 months for me. Yeah. Did you graduate in June? Uh, no. May 5th, that's actually, not, to be exact. That's not, not 10 months. But my months. party was in June. Communications so. major. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I just started paying my student loans, so it's like... Oh, um, Lord. If I, I'm telling you, everybody in their student <laughs> loans, like, I, I did a, um, for, what you call it, well, um, Evergreen University or whatever, they're really liberal or whatever, yeah. and my auntie gave me the stage to do their, like, finishing speech for their graduation, and I told the people, like, yo, like, don't live by your student loans. Like, don't pick your next thing because you have to pay student loans. Like, Mm -hmm. just follow your dreams. And, like, the whole crowd, like, felt me. Like, oh, my God. Like, (laughs) I was just thinking about how to pay these student loans. It was hilarious. I mean, it's true. I mean, there's ways you can adjust it, too, so you're not paying as much. But, yeah. Rare. On another (laughs) note, um, what is something that you would have told your younger self? 
as now that you're here and you're doing your career and you're doing things for yourself, um, thinking back on when you were a young girl having dreams, a million dreams, what, mm-hmm. what would you tell yourself during that time? Hmm. I got it. I would tell myself, <laughs> like, you'll understand when you get older. Right. People always say that and you Mm. never believe it. Right. Until you actually get older. And then you're telling like your nieces, you're telling like little kids you meet on like the playground, like you'll understand when you get older. Like I would literally like carry that forever. Like you will understand like everything that you don't understand now. Give it time. Yeah, it's true. My I have two cousins in high school right now and I feel like they're going through the hardest time. With drama, with boys. It's that middle school, high school time. And I feel like that's a time in my life I probably would never want to relive. Mm -hmm. Especially now, I feel like social media is getting worse. And I'm just telling them, like, be strong. Like, you know, those that mind don't, those that don't matter. matter Or mind don't matter. I hear what you, I I got you, I got you. (laughs) If you care, you care. If you don't, you don't. Right. (laughs) But, like... Those times are really crucial because it it makes you or breaks you as a person. I've seen people um, really struggle through high school and kind of just went away for a while. Mm-hmm. And it took a long time for them to find themselves. And I think, you know, exactly. You'll, you'll know when you get older. Yeah, that none of that stuff really matters. Everything somebody told you to do, just do it. Because once you get older, you'll understand. Mm-hmm. Why that was important. You think it's stupid now. You think your parents don't yeah. know sh- nothing, right? Like, oh, you were in the 80s or right. 70s. Like, you don't you get t- it. Yeah. No, you you don't get it. You'll yeah. understand when you get older. And, like, mm. I think that's <clears throat> that pretty much sums it up. Like, yeah. I times tell, change, I tell but my emotions people that all the time. I tell my mm. little nieces, like, like, brush my teeth? Why? You'll understand <laughs> when you get older. <laughs> you don't want no cavities, man. I had a right. lot of cavities. Me but too. you can't tell them like you'll, you'll get cavities. Oh, I had like eight. They won't even. <laughs> no, mine was bad. They won't even get it if you even tell them, oh, you'll get cavities. No. I'd be like, no. Brush your teeth because you'll understand when you We get have older. really nice smiles, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. You can't see them on the microphone. <laughs> on my Facebook Live, we can't. Oh, my goodness. I can't. I had to. <laughs> Do we have a lot of people watching? Hard to say. Hardly. A couple. Johanna, is there anything that you would want to tell your younger self? Really that um, patience is key. Just, you know, being patient in your goals and what you want to get done and things like that. So, um, yeah, that would be it pretty much. Yeah. It's crazy how time flies. Yes. I feel like just the other day I was in middle school. I'm just so glad I'm not in middle school. I'll tell you that right now. I'll tell you that for free, okay? <laughs> so where can where can we find you? If someone wants to see a performance, if someone wants to go to your website, mm-hmm. um, where can we stay in tune social media wise and so um, my website is johannaemusic.com and for social media platforms like Instagram, uh, Facebook or Twitter, it's Ari Johanna E R I Y O H A N N A. Um, and yeah, you can just, you know, follow me on that and find out what I'm doing next. And you can find me as Geneva Runga, G-E-N-E-I-V-A, Arunga, A-R-U-N-G-A. But once you type in Geneva, I'm usually the first person that comes up. <laughs> However, also I'm Dada Bass on the stage. So D-A-D-A-B-A-S-S. 
Edie, because <laughs> once you've gotten through me, you have been data-based. See, what, it's not what? even data-based anymore. Yes. It's like you've been data-based, so... <laughs> I feel Join it. us on Instagram, Twitter, any social network yeah, you can find. Stay tuned. These ladies have some awesome projects and I'm so excited for them and I'm super grateful that I've met them and just to be inspired by women who are doing things for the people. And thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. This session was recorded at the Overcast Room here at Cloud Studios. Once again, this is Brittany, and you're listening to Citrus Room. Citrus Room. You want to freestyle over this? Hey. Hey. No. <laughs> no. We African and blessed. She rocked the fro, and I rocked.